0: This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to help support this show. We're also brought to you by our PayPal supporters, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Pick your class and then your bachelor points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 102 of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co host, Sam Goodwin. Hello. In this episode, we'll be going over the Battlefront 2 classes, game modes, and much more.
1: Let's get started.
0: Sam, the battlefront two beta is over. Yes. And I am sad. Yes.
1: Sad am I? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was my attempt at a Yoda laugh.
0: <laughs> Can you do a Chewbacca? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do one at all. Balfron 2 beta is over. It is... Give or take a month away from the full game. Before we get started with our main topic discussions, wh- what did you think of the beta?
1: I thought it was awesome. Everything that I expected it to be and more. The classes were solid, the gameplay was solid. I didn't really experience many glitches at all, so I think it was a really good game.
0: Yeah, I was going on the right and people were like, oh, I've got this glitch, I've got this glitch, talking to our cousin Bo, hashtag out, and he was having like a ton of actual graphics glitches, and I ran into none of those. I think he's just
1: expecting like a massive RPG kind of game to where everything's you know, pre-rendered and all that, because some of the foliage and leaves on the ground wouldn't register until you got really close to them. Yeah. Which isn't that big of a deal, to be honest.
0: I mean, this is a this is one of the prettiest games that's on the market right now. It takes a lot of power to keep those bushes up. Yeah, so they do some uh, rendering uh, shortcuts where... Uh, up close, it renders, and then further away, it starts getting less detailed, as it should be. That's how yeah. games work.
1: And that's how you don't experience a lot of lag.
0: Yeah. Um, I never really got any uh, f- frame drops at all during the beta. True. I didn't really experience mini glitches
1: at all besides Darth Maul's vertical lightsaber throw. Sometimes it would stay in air, and he'd still have the lightsaber in his hand.
0: Yeah, there was a glitch with the um, flame trooper class where the flame trooper would be dead, but the flames would still be active, just floating in midair. It was really cool, <laughs> except when you got uh, got burned by it. It actually burned you. Yes, uh, s- uh, someone got killed by it. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm glad I'm not that guy. <laughs> Uh, but in this episode, we'll be talking about class gameplay, uh, our favorite class, uh, and then after a short break, we will go into uh, the game modes. But let's get started with the class gameplay. Uh, what did you think of the class gameplay?
1: I thought it was really good. Like, not as much as diversity as the original Battlefront 2, but still, like, with the battle point system,
0: it does match up really well. I think they have the numbers right on each of the classes too. Like the only the only gripe I have that is the actual earning of the battle points. I think that should be tweaked. Make uh, it easier? Make it easier, um give give me more objectives to play on each side. On the separatist it kind of feels like you're playing blast. Just because you don't really have a an objective to actually go and capture or a point to capture.
1: But after you get over that, you know, the Separatists attack a lot, as even in an army in the movies, they're really always pushing and breaking boundaries. So it feels like it's the Separatists just dropped a all out surprise invasion. They're trying to get to the throne the throne room, which is I think is
0: a cool objective to Uh, pursue yeah from a gameplay uh, perspective I like to go after objectives Um, on the clone wars or on the clone side I usually get the hero most because of that they actually have an objective to actually go and capture and also that no one likes the
1: heroes on the hero side
0: yeah Um, except for except for respawn mondays he likes ray (laughs) ray's all right Um, he thinks Darth Maul is underpowered, though. I have to disagree.
1: You can get off a 15 kill streak with absolutely no skill with Darth Maul. Yeah. As long as you know how to run away. Which is quite easy with his dash lightsaber thing.
0: Yeah, but... How, How do you think they should change class gameplay? I know it's a beta their first time going with class gameplay in a battlefront game um, they're not going to get everything right but I think they've gotten a lot of it I think they've gotten the core right just needs a little bit of tweaking
1: I personally think the class system currently is balanced and well, uh, well put together I mean you have a specialist which is a skill based class you know that's a sniper you have officer which is a support they always need a support class in any game you have Heavy, which is the tank, and Assault, which is like the all, the jack-of-all-trades, so I think it works really well.
0: So you think they should just leave it be?
1: Maybe a few balancing uh, issues are uh, currently here, like a specialist vanguard thing. The infiltrator? Yeah, the infiltrator, I mean, is extremely overpowered.
0: I think it could be balanced. All they have to do to balance that ability is, say, you have a limited time, and if you kill someone, that time does not restart. Yeah, just cut the time in half, even. Just, just have it a set time, and then after you run out of that, you get out of the Infiltrator mode, because when you kill someone and it resets, it just becomes extremely overpowered if you go into a room full of people.
1: Yeah, and specialist is a sniping class. He's at range, so why give him the EE four, which is one of the best close range weapons? I know they're trying to like make him have a short range game, but he he
0: needs that ability.
1: He doesn't need it. He like I'd rather have that something like the pulse
0: cannon. No, his his primary weapon works better, and he would be a less effective class if he did have a pulse cannon instead of that.
1: Or maybe just use, like it brings out a pulse cannon instead of the E4 because that ability seems like it'd be more assault based. I don't know. It's just like he's not supposed to be an all around class. He's supposed to be ranged. He He's a specialist, so he's going to, he's not. Specialist as in sniping.
0: As in he does certain things very well. Some special sniping. special abilities well.
1: And he's supposed to be kind of the trap character. Yeah, so I just don't think the E4 should have been with him. I th- personally think it should have been a, the assault's primary
0: weapon. I do too. I mean, I don't have a problem with the E4; it just needs uh, some damage tweaks. Yeah, and then we uh, have, you can you you two shot people.
1: Yeah, heavy's balanced. I think even a sentry gun has been really nerfed since the pre-alpha, and I think they did it well. It's still good, but it's not bad. Yeah, and his shield definitely was nerfed really hard. It was. So I personally think he's perfectly balanced. Assault is, for me, he's underpowered. I don't know how to play him because I don't put time into him. Yeah, assault is our
0: lowest rank. Yeah, it's an eight,
1: or was an eight.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not anymore. (laughs) Um, heavy was our number one. We had. 13 on Heavy and 12 on Specialist. I think
1: Officer was up to 10. Yeah. Because I was the only one that played Officer. That brings out I didn't touch really Officer much. Officer is, I think, balanced because he's such a squishy class. I think his gun balances that out because it's a really good gun.
0: And with the attachments that you can add on to it, it becomes an even better gun.
1: I personally prefer the default weapon over the modified Blurg. Yeah. I just think that he might need to be buffed in his support aspect because, you know, he's supposed to be a support class and he only has one ability that supports really. And just make it to where, you know, I want to heal people because getting eight points to help your team push isn't a good payoff.
0: Yeah. You need that uh, incentive to actually go and help your teammate out. Or I'll
1: just put on the strike substitute card, which gives me a buff instead still bust my team, but it's really just for me,
0: yeah now let's go on to our favorite class. What is yours officer officer mine is specialist I love the specialist so much. I know that in our first impressions episode um I was assault I was assault. And I was heavy. But I wanted to be good at Specialist because I had more fun playing a Specialist. Now I've got the hang of it. With Specialist, you need to treat it like a long to mid-range class. Because it is. And you need to choose your battles because you can go in close quarters and destroy people with just the sniper weapon because it is a very, very good weapon. You just need to make sure that you keep it Uh, cool down
1: same with heavy officers my favorite i just have a lot of fun with him i mean his abilities aren't really that good i mean his flash grenades really good doesn't do damage it's just to keep your enemy off of you his turret which real place for the uh, disruption actually disruption is really good for 1v1s but he's actually a really good 1v1 class yeah so i actually the turret's pretty good. pretty good like in the open but when it comes down to keeping a hallway it's pretty easy to kill and the main reason I like him is you know I like get, I like receiving the boost health so I like giving it out as well you know because I want to get, let people experience that thrill I mean you get so much health back it helps you to push room and I actually went on a 10 kill streak with officer so he's actually really powerful with his weapon
0: as well we would go into better detail on how to play these classes but they will change for launch so when the game does launch we will be releasing videos on our youtube channel uh, the star wars battlefront podcast Uh, you can search that on youtube if you haven't subscribed please do we uh, uploading our full episodes of our podcast there as well as videos scripted videos shorter stuff Um, but we will be uploading how to play officer, how to play specialist, how to play heavy, once the game launches. We'll also be doing a playthrough of the campaign, which will be really fun. After a short break, we will get into uh, the beta game modes, our thoughts, and a, a little bit on how to play. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. Okay, so included in the beta were four game modes. Galactic Assault, Starfighter Assault, Strike, and Arcade. Arcade's not really
1: a game mode, is it? Technically, yeah, it is.
0: It is a game mode.
1: But when I think of game mode, Arcade or Skirmish doesn't come to mind.
0: What did you think of um, the game modes included in the beta?
1: I didn't get around a Starfighter Assault just because I'm not a fan at all of space combat. I have been, I've been rode one ship in Battlefront over the 30 plus hours I've played. I'm more of a ground-based.
0: I'm disappointed in you, Sam.
1: Uh, Galactic Assault is awesome, but it does get a little old when you play so much of it. You're, not like doing, the, you're doing the same thing over and over. It gets repetitive, but that's going to change when the game launches because they're going to have way more maps.
0: It's also going to change through de- arrows, depending on the map that you're on too. Like, it's going to change in. It could be minute ways. It could be in huge ways. I'm really excited to see how the hero system works when we have like 14 heroes. I am too. Like, are you going to have the full cast, yeah. or are you going to have are part you of have it them
1: available? Like 14, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be arrow based. But you know, Ray is not in the clone android era. So hopefully they fix that a little bit.
0: I hope I hope they keep it open. Like I, I, it's so much but fun. But if they're gonna
1: choose, you know, three, no four, four heroes, two villains, and two uh, light side, they should at least make them to where they fit the era. I mean, if you are gonna choose, why not? Like if you are playing Kamino, pick Obi Wan and people that you know have some kind of synergy with that. Even Boba Fett has some synergy with Kamino. I don't know, or maybe just what would be awesome if they had every hero available and you could have like seven heroes on the map at once. I would love that. Probably not going to happen, but that would be really cool to see.
0: That would really give everyone a chance to play a hero. Yeah, because, you know, half the people could be heroes
1: at the same time.
0: Yeah. I I enjoyed Galactic Assault on Theed. It was fun. I wish there was more objectives. I I, I really enjoyed it, though. But there's Strike. And you just rolled your eyes at Strike, Sam. How dare you?
1: Strike was all right. It wasn't the game mode that I wanted. I thought it was going to be, like, my favorite. What did you want out of Strike? More balanced. (laughs) The resistance wins 80% of the time. You can't deny that.
0: Not if you have a good team, man. I I That's won anything. I won four games in a row, on strike as the Imperials, as the Resistance, as the resistance. I, I mean as, as the Imperials, yeah. Um, the the First Order.
1: It's all about your team, but if there's two teams that you know are evenly matched, Resistance are going to win, and you know balancing, team balancing does not exist in Battlefront, because you can't do that. The team they need a new team system. I mean, maybe associate associate ranks with each team to balance the to, uh, the total levels. You know what I mean? Not really. So, say you have a rank twenty, you have four rank twenties, and then like a few rank twos. Make it to where the rank twenties are on each side evenly, because you know, if someone is higher ranked, they're obviously going to be a little bit better than
0: lower ranks. Yeah, team balancing is really weird right now. And really hard. Because, like, you'd have to say someone's, like, just now getting their class, they've got on the side that they want to, and then they get switched. Like, there isn't a way that you can balance the teams out post start of the game.
1: But, back onto the strike game mode, I think it could be balanced if the resistance spawns were... Because they spawn right on the ship that you're supposed to be yeah, going I...
0: to. The main ship should be in the middle, Ish. or the resistance sponge should be further back because at that final push, you're in overtime. I mean, obviously, you can win by having the first order covering you while you. Let's let's stop real quick and explain what strike is. So strike is a capture the flag esque. Game mode to where the uh, first order is trying to uh, retrieve an artifact from Maz Kanata's castle. As the resistance, you're trying to stop the transport of that artifact. Does uh, not explain why they want that. Like even the resistance, like, uh, well, they've got it. No idea what they're doing with it. Um, Obviously, they can't. You know, it might be the Jedi. You know, Luke Skywalker's map.
1: You know, ish, 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 but you know they can't do that because it's already been
0: explained in the movie.
1: But it's trying to, you know, recreate that you know scene in uh, the Force Awakens.
0: What I love about Strike is it feels like a game mode that immerses you into the story of Star Wars. Like I'm going, I am the Resistance, trying to protect this piece of artifact, and I am the new, uh, the the First Order. Trying to capture that, um, I'm a part of this huge team. Like even as like we are one, um, so you're trying to push towards that point and capture that.
1: And that comes to Battlefront as a whole. I mean,
0: Battlefront Two. They don't have a good team system, but they do have a good team gameplay aspect. Like it, you need to push a point with the team. You need to be with your team as much as possible.
1: And when it comes to random people that have minds of their own, you can't control where they go. Yeah. It's up to you to either follow or lead and
0: hope they follow you as well. Uh, Then we have Starfighter Assault. And Starfighter Assault is an an objective-based spaceship combat game mode. As the... As the rebels, you are trying to destroy a star destroyer on a on the Fondor shipyard, which is where all of the uh, the star destroyers go to dock. And as the as the um, Imperials, you are trying to uh, destroy their transport ships, uh, the the rebels' transport ships, and protect your uh, star destroyers. And you said that you have not played it at all.
1: I have seen gameplay of it and watched you play. I just wasn't a fan of even the uh, Fighter Squadron mode in Battlefront 2015.
0: Yeah, uh, you're you're more of a uh, ground combat guy. I really like Fighter Squadron in Battlefront 2015, though it felt like it was blast with ships. Because it was. They did have a kind of an objective, but you didn't didn't really really want to do that.
1: They just threw that in so it wouldn't be a blast.
0: But Starfighter Assault does have several objectives. It is separated into phases where you're trying to uh, tag different objectives each phase. I really, really enjoyed it. I got to play as Darth uh, Darth Maul ship, the Scimitar, two times in a round, and I got 35 kills and I was number one. It is super enjoyable. It's fast-paced. Once you get a hang of the new... Uh, flying mechanics and the aiming. Um, now you have... It It feels much more like a Star Wars ship. You have a tracking uh, circle on different ships. You hold down the left trigger. It starts tracking on a ship. And then there's the circle that goes and moves around depending on... Uh, you can aim towards that circle and you get a direct hit on it.
1: Yeah, and this game actually takes skill to play. Yeah, Fighter Squadron, you basically had your
0: finger on the trigger the entire time and then they updated to where it stopped that but now but you still did it you can do that but like the the, the reload system's different so you have to uh, gauge when and where you want to fire
1: yeah and you actually have to eyeball it and fire you know I'm going to lead them up a little bit yeah and fire a little bit ahead of them
0: yeah you actually have to fire ahead of them uh, certain uh, certain positions of flight
1: yeah and the bullets seem so floaty Rather than you know, solid projectiles going through the air,
0: it feels like they're lasers.
1: Yeah, it feels like they're kind of slower than what was in two thousand fifteen Battlefront, which I think feels more like Star Wars.
0: Yeah, um, I would definitely recommend trying out Starfighter Assault. Like, even if you didn't like ship gameplay, I was trying to get you to play the entire time. I was like, you need to play this. Um. I got to play as the Millennium Falcon. I got to play... It's the Falcon. The Falcon. I could have been any hero I wanted, though sometimes I chose not to just to save up my points even more. Um, but I got on the leaderboard, which is... Go me. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. When At launch, do you think you're going to try it out?
1: I'm eventually going to try it out. But obviously, I'm going for heroes versus villains all the way.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to go to heroes versus villains first.
1: Definitely, I'm um, excited to see how that's gonna interpret into Battlefront 2000. I mean, two, like we've got nothing on it whatsoever. Just that we, we have, have heroes and villains.
0: I think there was an image release, but I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, there was about a little that.
1: scene in the this is Star Wars Battlefront 2 trailer. Yeah, but it didn't really
0: show anything as long as there aren't any leaks we are going to go in there blind and just it could be amazing it could be kind of meh who knows but that, most that's most likely going to be amazing i hope so i hope they get rid of rounds
1: i mean even the previous battlefront heroes versus villains with its flaws was still a really good game mode
0: yeah it was fun um, which is that's what it's made to be yeah <laughs> finally we have arcade arcade is the new skirmish it was originally titled skirmish and then in the this is battlefront trailer they renamed it into arcade
1: yeah it was
0: and that's indicative of what they're going to be doing with it it's going to be uh, they're going to have a custom mode where you're going to be able to fight uh, 999 different droids They're going to have, they're different, smaller game modes that you can customize. It's kind
1: of like the Mario Party of Battlefront.
0: Yeah. You get to choose how many people, how many um, enemies you're going to fight. What's the time limit? um, What do you want to play with?
1: I mean, hopefully it's more instant action than skirmish. If you know what I mean.
0: I, th- I think it is because you get to kind of customize where you're going to play. Yeah, you're not either uh, choosing from Walker Assault
1: or Fighter Squadron.
0: Yeah. For the wide variety of choices available in Skirmish, you can choose from Walker Assault or Fighter Squadron.
1: With introducing four different maps. Oh, my. Snow Desert. <laughs> Real Desert. <laughs> Forest desert.
0: <laughs> oh. Other sand desert.
1: <laughs> Other snow desert.
0: Yeah, it was. It, skirmish was very limited. And Skirmish, if you don't know, it was the offline. Um, it was the way to play offline in Battlefront 2015 with two game modes and around four maps. Uh, we're not making this up. We're just being sarcastic and turds um it was fun the ai were unbalanced um like if you had it on master difficulty they could shoot you behind a tree if you had a foot a foot out of uh, out of the protection of the tree and it would count as a headshot it was fun when it la- when it started and then it's kind of like oh i wish there was more uh, but this, I think they're going to add more because it's got the light side, it's got the dark side, different game modes. It, it's got like 10 different game modes that you can play on each side. So that's definitely going to be fun. We're also, I think it's, we're getting five total. We're getting Arcade, we're getting Galactic Assault, we're getting Starfighter Assault, we're getting Strike, and Heroes versus Villains. Right?
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like much, but they're really going to be massive.
0: Yeah, they're because
1: they're focusing more on the eras rather than the game modes.
0: They're focusing their reach. And Battle for t- 2015, it launched with, I think, 11 game modes and finished out with 13. I think more than that. 13 or 14, uh, somewhere around there. So it had a ton of game modes, and a lot of them weren't played. Some of them it was really hard to get into a match of. Um, then they had the DLC... Game modes, so they they had a lot more game modes and less maps. And this time they're switching it around. They're gonna have five game modes, and what's forty locate fourteen fourteen different planets.
1: Yeah, and those are multiple
0: maps on each of those planets. Those are gonna
1: have certain amount
0: of maps within the worlds. So you may have like a space combat. uh, You may have maybe two. Uh, ground combat one for the bigger game modes one for the smaller game modes so we're we're getting a more focused approach to Battlefront 2
1: and that was the complaint of the previous Battlefront that there weren't enough maps not enough worlds I mean we had the original trilogy worlds which was Tatooine Endor Hoth that's about it
0: Tatooine Endor Hoth that there was Jakku
1: But that was later. That was
0: uh, the DLC. Yeah, the free DLC. The free DLC game mode. Was it only three? Yeah, it was something like that. I'm going to say four. I think it was four, but I can't remember the fourth one. Yeah, Sullust. Yeah, Sullust. So it was Tatooine, Hoth, Endor, and Sullust. Um, Because that was the biggest thing. They were um, making a world that we had heard of from Star Wars for... 40 years like it was mentioned all throughout Star Wars like in books in comic books in the movies Um, Ninam he's a Celestin he was introduced in The Empire Strikes Back so that's interesting they're also creating they're detailing two new worlds one that they made up which uh, in conjunction with Lucasfilm I think is Pileus Pileus
1: and then they're uh, better exploring Crete
0: yeah, from the new film, so we're getting uh, a a bigger scope of the galaxy of Star Wars instead of the game modes of Battlefront Two, and I I think that's a good approach. Um, what what are your overthought over overall thoughts on the game mode, Sam?
1: I thought it was a good start for introducing people to Battlefront and giving them a good taste, because I hope that Galactic Assault isn't like the same thing. Over and over, over and again. over. To where you have a good side that's trying to or to defend something and then the bad guys are trying to penetrate. And I know it's going to have that same narrative, but just mix it up a little bit and then trying to defend a throne room. Yeah. Um, make it something plausible.
0: Yeah, I think they will do that. For the era. And. Speak, just speaking of what we we're just talking about, like they're also going to have different variations of that single game mode uh, to vary the gameplay.
1: Yeah, just to make it more exciting because you know five game modes doesn't seem like much. So they're trying to trying to not milk, but expand every game mode as much as they can.
0: Yeah, it's a very that's a very good way to put it. Now we have a um, a single topic. From Aaron Crumbly at Dirty Sauce Boss. Um, I asked on Twitter uh, what uh, just about t- we're going to record Battle for uh, SWBP 102. It's awesome that we're doing three episodes this week. <laughs> um, and I asked what you wanted us to talk about. And Aaron Crumbly responded with buffs and nerfs you want to see, how much The Last Jedi content will be in the game, Snoke. How many more Clone Wars sound bites will they use? LOL. Buffs and nerfs you want to see. We've kind of covered that. Um I th- I think Darth Maul should be nerfed. The hero's buffed. The heroes buffed.
1: Boba uh, Fett's pretty balanced.
0: I think Boba Fett's balanced. Officer, I think he could use a little more health. But other Just than that, he's good.
1: Um and then really the uh, classes are relatively balanced.
0: Specialist infiltrator mode needs to be tweaked. Just tweaked a tad. Um, I think it shouldn't. La- I think it it shouldn't restart depending on when you get a kill, and the E force to do less damage. And then the resistance on strikes, their spawn needs
1: to be nerfed. Yeah. Changed. Just back a little bit further.
0: Um, how much of the Last Jedi will be in the game? That's interesting. Um, I keep on forgetting that the developers of Battlefront 2 also are working on a The Last Jedi DLC. So I was like, hey, Paul Kesslin, you want to come on the podcast to talk to The Last Jedi? And he was like, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you're working with Lucasfilm on The Last Jedi. I think it's going to be the season that we're getting with the movie. And then we're going to get more interesting ideas, some fan stuff. And then after that, we're going to get more The Last Jedi content.
1: Yeah, because the season first is obviously The Last Jedi. And maybe they're going down from there and then they'll have an original trilogy season and then a prequel trilogy. Yeah. But, you know, logic really doesn't work
0: with seasons. It's mainly with what the fans want to
1: see. I just personally hope that after the... A Last Jedi DLC is going to be a prequel trilogy DLC.
0: Yeah. Uh, they, they There's so much stuff that they can add through that. I want to see Obi-Wan and General Grievous added as heroes and villains. Yeah, they
1: could make a whole game just on the prequel trilogy.
0: Yes. Snoke, I think he may be an Easter egg or something like that, but I don't see him being in the game unless they want to totally blindside you and say, hey, here's Snoke. <laughs> Um, Very unlikely. He doesn't seem like one of those characters that you'd be playing on the Battlefront as. Uh, How many more Clone Wars bites will they use? I hope a
1: lot. (laughs) Yeah, I love those.
0: I love the droid lines.
1: Goodbye, grenade. (laughs) Yeah, because this Clone Wars really fleshed out and brought humor
0: to the droids. Yeah, before they were just like... Just bland. they, They were bland, and then... You get that humor with the droids, and I—I I really enjoyed that. I know there are fans that don't like that, and that's your opinion. Our opinion is I like them.
1: Yeah, because Star Wars isn't like filled with much humor, to be honest. It's really serious. You know, as it should be. But still, there's,
0: there are moments of humor, but like, not something like that. Yeah, um, I enjoy it. I do too. It's not charger. <laughs> But I hope they add Jar Jar in the game. <laughs> like I'm I want that so bad just because it'd be so much it'd be so much fun to be like a tongue in cheek kind of hero.
1: To be honest, they should have added a Gungan warrior to Naboo yes. as a Where trooper. Where the heck are
0: the Gungans?
1: Instead they had a Wookiee? What the actual
0: heck? Like I would love to see a Gungan pop its head out of the water as an Easter egg. Um That
1: most that is very likely. If they make, like, the Naboo forest in the lands. A, yeah.
0: Maybe they have a Naboo map for strike, and it's right by the edge of the water, and you can see Gungans running in there.
1: Yeah, and I th- that brings me to they need to make it more era-based. What do you mean? Rather than just a general, you know, the Wookiee's there, the Wookiee's there. Why is the Wookiee in oh. Naboo? You know, if you're on playing on Kamino.
0: Is the Wookiee on Naboo? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Yeah. Which so you'd rather not... have them have a Gungan?
1: Yeah, the Wookiee should be available on Kashyyyk. cuz that makes sense. They could have had a Gungan. But that
0: limits the the gameplay.
1: Not really. I just think it's obviously they have the same archetype throughout each character. A Gungan's not
0: going to hold a Wookiee blaster.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the same weapons. He could be the tank-ish class that the B2 battle droid is and the Wookiee is. That's all they're doing is making a tanky class that deals damage and can somewhat heal itself. Okay. I just
0: think they missed an opportunity there. Yeah, they they still have a chance. We've got a month and post launch, they're going to be supporting the game, so I look forward to it.
1: Yeah, I'm just kind of disappointed with that. I don't play Naboo to be Ray. That makes no sense. But it's fun. Like, it's a video game. It doesn't have to be canon. I know, but they're
0: missing opportunities. That's the only reason I'm saying it. One of the best game modes on... In the original Battlefront games was the hero where you had multiple villains and heroes. So you could have... Three... Five... Six... uh, General Grievouses on the field at once. Fighting all different era people.
1: I'm not trying to keep it canon. I just cuz they're obviously not going to add some Naboo species to anything else, but that era of and on the map Naboo cuz the more they add random heroes, the less they're going to add the things that we
0: want. Yeah, it's so kind you got to ch- choose your battles. Um but that's all for this episode of the uh, Star Wars Battlefront podcast. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, it is at swbpodcast, twitter.com slash swbpodcast. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash battlefront podcast. If you'd like to support us, any amount helps. Give us whatever you feel uh, we deserve or earned. You can also send us uh, support through PayPal, paypal.meslash tidy sheep. If you enjoy this podcast and have some extra money to uh, help us out, you can send it that way. Or if you just want to help us out without spending any money, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That is extremely helpful. We have 38 reviews so far on iTunes. We're hoping it to, to 50 by Battlefront 2. Really, really hoping for that. Um, help us out with some feedback there. Let us know what you want to see hear more of, or just send us a message because we send we read every review, we read every tweet, we read every email. So if you want to contact us, send us an email, leave us a review, or tweet us. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, the Stars Battlefront Podcast. Look for that on the YouTubes. Our email is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us messages feedback, topic ideas. We have one, though I totally forgot about it. Uh, Jodan's sent us in a response of Battlefront 2. We'll get into that next episode. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. Search Star Wars Battlefront Podcast or SWBP. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. Pick your class and earn your battle points because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast.